Demons Discuss, Take 64, The One with Father Knows Best. Welcome to Demons Discuss, I'm the unofficial podcast about the All Souls universe and the topics that orbit it. Okay, before we even get started, I'm going to stop it right here and tell you that the audio quality in this recording is not the best, especially on my end. I don't know what happened, but for some reason, my microphone wasn't on. So what you're hearing is the audio from my laptop. I fully apologize for this, but it was clear enough. So the show must go on. Just, you know, have patience with us. I don't think it's a big deal breaker, but just in case you're wondering why I sound a little bit weird... That's why. Okay, I'm ducking out now. Enjoy the rest of the show. We're your hosts, Angela, Jean, and Valerie. I'm Valerie, and with me is Angela and Jean. Hello. Hello, everyone. Hi. What are we talking about, Jean? It's date night. We are, we are talking about Shadow of Night, and it's the chapter where everybody goes out to raise a little hell, and Daddy Stephen makes Matthew take his little girl out on a date, which is an odd thing for a father to do, because usually it's a shotgun at the door telling him to <laughs> right. have, her back and have her back early, but Stephen, Stephen approached things a little bit differently in this chapter. He's a different kind of guy yeah, this statement i mean we'll we'll get in this to this later but it makes me wonder had diana grown up with him she might not, she wouldn't be wound so tight because he, he just I think you're it, right i don't think either one of her parents were strung up like no. that well and it's not interesting a, is that a, a correlation to being spellbound too yeah that's well, true strung yeah, but, up. Again, and look, but look who look who she was with yes yeah sarah who is like by the rules one, by one, the book in one cup of coffee away from a stroke most days. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I could speak from that from experience after this last week in the caffeine intake I've had. And then mm-hmm. you've got uh, Emily, who's wound just as tight from keeping a lid on all these secrets she's true. walking around with. So true, true. I can't help but think that subconsciously that really had an effect on the kind of person Diane yes. is. Yes. Secrets. Yep. All right. So this podcast is sponsored by our listeners. It's enough that we cackle in their ears. They don't want to have ads too now. <laughs> Are you laughing? You're just proving my point. Cackling in their ears. <laughs> no, none of that mattress website ho- host or shave club peddling mattress here. <laughs> mattress peddling. Oh, here host. we go. <laughs> Pole pedaling. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> okay, and we just proved this point. All you get from us is pure irreverent ridiculousness with a touch of serious. Angela, sell our fine patrons or sell our fine non-patrons into joining. You do it. It's all you. No pressure. Well, locate them into the cult. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For just two small dollars, you can get a whole 45 minutes of what we just did. <laughs> Some what? I know. <laughs> that, that didn't help our our cause at all. No, no. <laughs> but okay, so for $2, starting at $2, you do get our after show, which is produced on our off week. So we rerun the gamut of every and anything as far as topics, what we're doing in our real lives, uh, behind the scenes of All Souls Trilogy. We sometimes uh, make plans and you get to listen in on it. Um, but then the, the levels go up and so does the swag and the benefits. So, And I, ha- I do have to add, because it is so cool, at the $15 level, the congregation, um, Valerie designed a holographic podcast sticker and you do get one of those as that patron. Yep, everybody from $15 up gets that holographic sticker. Oh, it's so great. <laughs> it's 
looks like a CD. <laughs> it does. It's shiny and beautiful. <laughs> we were dazzled. Not a <laughs> Literally. Ooh. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Um, we do have fun on our after show and, you know, even listening to ourselves, uh, we, we find us funny. Maybe we're by ourselves, but whatever. We're still doing it for two bucks a month. You can have that and more if you choose. Yes. So there's that. If you're interested in joining us, go to patreon.com slant demons discuss. So now it's time for discusser emails. Yay. Who wants to start with that? I will. Good evening, Lady Demons. I love this chapter. I'm glad that Diana got a chance to know her father as an adult. In just that short amount of time, he was able to give her a few good lessons, too. He reminded her and Matthew to have fun, to have date nights. I'm sad he didn't tell Diana goodbye, but I understand. He knew he was going back to die, but he saw that she had survived and became something great. He was proud of her. I think he didn't know how to say goodbye outright. He didn't want to see her tears. So he did it as easily as he could, and having an evening with the friends he'd made and then quietly going back. Matthew and Diana went out for their first real date. Stephen reminded her and him of the many things she had wanted to see in the past, and Matthew finally took the time to show her those things. <laughs> it was wonderful to watch them have fun. They could laugh, dance, and shop together, and then watch the sun come up. It ended when Diana realized her father had left, but Matthew could help her through that loss. Sorry, I kept it short, but I wanted to respond. Sincerely, Chris. Thank, Thank you, Chris. You, Chris. Thank you. <sighs> <laughs> it's better than Fright Night. Yeah, that's true. that's true. Oh, well, but then there's Chris Sarandon, so that that, that could be kind of a date. I, I know. <laughs> I can be talked into that. I, do, I digress, <laughs> as usual. Angela, what do you have? I have an email from Persephone. Hey! She hey. says, Dear Demons, as a latecomer to Discovery of Witches, I'm still catching up with your wonderful podcast and have just reached episode 53 by listening every day. Oh, wow. I know. Wow. I was like, woo. <laughs> thank you. Oh, thank you. Sweat from my brow. That's, that's a lot of us. Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole lot of us. Yeah. yeah. I must take a moment to tell you how absorbing and uplifting I am finding your discussions. Your comments are so insightful. You guys are really clever. But it is the joy that you create from your interactions that marks out Demons Discuss from other podcasts. Val and Jean have the best gutsy laughs in the business. Sheer therapy. While Angela's patience and dry comments as you recover from the ditches are hilarious. <laughs> Filing my nails. Don't worry. <laughs> Actually, I do find myself agreeing with Angela's views most often. A fellow Libran, I think. Yes, it's a little club oh, we have there. Yeah. Every zodiac sign has one. Yep. Uh, responding quickly to your email request about chapter 38. I find Stephen's method of detaching himself from Diana and his stay in 1590s using banter and seemingly flippant humor quite poignant. He prevents any maudlin protestations of love or regret and handles Diana's almost childlike attempts to keep him there so deftly. I think he shows a lot of strength and emotional maturity in his parting from his daughter, who he knows he will never see as an adult again. I love the quote, date, and how it recaptures some of the romance of the first book. Like Angela, I am a Matthew devotee and never doubt his worth, even when he reverts to his brutish 16th century ways. On this date, I think he shows his core attributes thoughtfulness, tenderness, sense of fun, and is altogether sweet and sexy. Stephen's farewell letter to Diana, I think is pretty moving and the Hamlet quip is typical of Stephen's use of humor when pathos threatens to overwhelm him. I do have a secret hope that Diane and Stephen find a way to time walk to each other over again. But on this reread, it is so moving to think 
of all the intricate planning Stephen now has to do to save little Diana's life and ensure that the Book of Life and Diana coincide in the future. Hope this is some use. Thank you for all you do. I am so appreciative of all the light you shine. It has very much helped me lately when life's felt a bit dark. Persephone, XXS. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Oh, Persephone. Yay. Persephone, that was wonderful. I'm glad you haven't gotten sick of us yet. I know. <laughs> she, maybe, you know, I'm thinking she might never Shh. hear this. <laughs> <laughs> Her name, though. Yeah, Phoebe's. Someone's cat. Phoebe's, Phoebe's cat. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yes. I was like, well, Persephone, I've heard the that before. The queen of the underworld. Queen of the underworld. <laughs> Besides that, but I do realize that uh, she is part of this world, too. So, there you nice. Go. I love the name. If I get another cat, I will name it Persephone. <laughs> and yeah. That is if they let you. I know. <laughs> I know. There's a whole story with that. But anyway, thank you, Persephone. And this is her first time writing in. Yes. Right? She did great. Yes. Welcome to the club. Yes. Welcome to Discusserdom. Yeah. Hope you <laughs> hang in there. <laughs> we promise it gets better. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Fingers crossed. (laughs) (laughs) I can't guarantee it. But anyway. We try. (laughs) We do. I have something from our witchy listener, Camille. Camille! Yay! Uh, She quotes here, I didn't do a very good job courting you, did I? We should have had more nights like this with dancing and looking at the stars. Matthew's words near the end of this chapter struck a chord with me, even more than Stephen's disappearance and letter to Diana. This may have been the first time when Matthew acknowledges that the birth of their relationship, while beautiful, is deeply flawed. I'm not a relationship expert. But I look at Diana and Matthew's love like it's constantly having to defend itself. (laughs) (laughs) You are so right, Camille. I know. They're always in fight or flight mode. They've never been given an opportunity to just rest. Even their bubble was kind of fucked up. I know. Yeah. In Discovery Witches, we learned that Diana had to exercise an excess to regulate her body's acute stress response. I don't think Diana and Matthew exercised at all. And she makes sense. Okay. And let me go to the... They just kept fighting the congregation, Baldwin, and even each other. What would their relationship be like if they had been able to court and be courted without fear of punishment? Anyway, sorry for the long email. Your witchy listener, Camille. Thank you, Camille. Thank you, Camille. Thank you, Camille. That is definitely something to think That's about. That's a good what if. That's a really good what if. Uh, would it be a story at that point, yeah, though? True. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. You know, we love the drama. Although you do get glimpses of it with the dinner dates. You know, when he brings her flowers and oh, stands yeah. in the doorway. Yeah. And you get you at least get the little grace notes in A Discovery of Witches. There are tiny little bits of respite when they're not. Yeah. There's enough to tickle your romance, you know. Bone, yeah. Bone. But then it snatches it away with something <laughs> dramatic. <laughs> well, that, that would that would be save the cat. That's those are the romantic beats that you need to have it work. Yeah, even on the TV show. Mm-hmm. I mean, Diana's getting ready for her little date with Matthew, and yeah. here comes Peter. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <That's real. laughs> See, that, that was really a rude awakening. I'm like, I know. Why did you do this and add this? This is so horrible. This was going to be my nice little sweet spot. And just chill around the fire. It was fire. almost as bad as the jumpsuit. <laughs> <laughs> yep. On the after show, you have you have a confession to oh, make. Oh no. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> All right, guys. So let's start the wabbit wagon. Uh, the this, wabbit. We, 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 we downsized to a Volkswagen rabbit. We'd be in trouble. <laughs> 
let's start the wagon. This chapter discussion is brought to you by Christine Milliger. Thank you, Christine. Thank you, Christine. <laughs> You don't even want to know where hope my demon brain went. Philly. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. What'd she say? Hope, I said I hope she's hope Christine's coming to uh, Philly this. Yes, we fall. hope to see you. Absolutely. One of my favorite pictures from our uh, sedition demon hour. They yes, took that was, was her three hundred and sixty. Yeah. Yep. Yes, yeah. and that was Christine's magic. Thank you, Christine. <laughs> <laughs> I like, lost my way. Where are we? <laughs> <laughs> We're, the, the wagon's idling, waiting for us to yeah, yeah. bring the gear. Yeah, it's it's cold. We got to scrape the frost off the windshield. I know. We're just defrosting. <laughs> We're just defrosting. When we left off in chapter 37, Diana and her dad went to go visit the Garlic Hike gathering. And Stephen had just convinced Diana that her magic isn't that damn serious all the time. We find out the Fire Drake's name officially. Mm -hmm. And we realize that time is growing rather impatient with Diana and Matthew. We open up chapter 38 with Stephen announcing that he's about to beat feet out of the 16th century. Time to go, kids. (laughs) So what did you guys think? What were your impressions? I love that first little deal with them, Matthew and Stephen having the conversation and Diana trying to steer it with her chords. With her chords. Yeah. And did you notice the first two chords she used were the colors that were sitting in the corners of the room Mm -hmm. whenever time started flaring up the blue and the gold? The gold and the blue. What's that supposed to be? Strength and understanding, supposedly, right? Mm -hmm. I didn't get this part, though. He's like, wow, nice recovery, Diana. I'm like, what? What did she even say, though? That was clever. I don't know. Orange cellars are more than a 17th century thing. So basically what had happened was Stephen said, your mother will think I've taken up with an orange cellar. And if, if I don't show up soon and she says, orange cellars are more of a 17th century thing. So she's being smarty. Well, um, she's also <laughs> trying to change the topic, I think. Yeah, true. So she's messing around with her cords and uh, the yellow cord, the golden blue persuasion. So the yellow cord in with the golden blue. So she started with the golden blue and then she puts mm-hmm. the yellow cord in. And uh, I hope she knows what she's talking about because we weren't given real background on the cord's meanings prior to this. Not really. So she's trying to talk him into staying. Can you stay until tomorrow? It would be a shame for you to miss the celebrations. And she was talking about midsummer and everybody's getting festive because, you know, hey, it's nice out. Let's party. Yeah, it's (laughs) That's how we are now, too. Right. (laughs) And she says there will be so many folk customs for you to observe. Because... God, that was such a dork move to say right there. She's (laughs) dad, stay for work. Yeah, I know. (laughs) She's so transparent. But it's not unlike the the method that Matthew lured her with to go to set tour about the Aurora Consurgent. There's an extra page. Yeah. Yeah, but that was more like a shiny object for Diana. Yeah. Steve is not motivated like that. No, he's not. No. (laughs) Didn't work with Steve. No. Which goes back to your observation, Angela, that if she had been raised by Steve, that maybe she would be immune to things, work related related temptations mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. At this point, will we even have a book? So can you imagine be Sabrina, the teenage witch more like, yeah. Yeah. It, you remember those books when we were younger and you get to pick your, which way you want to go? Pick your ending. Oh, yeah. I pick love your those. ending. Yeah. <laughs> if Rebecca and Stephen hadn't died, go this way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> those books are like the early RPG computer programs where you say, okay, you've come to a crossroads. Yes. Choose this way or this way. So, yeah. So the route we took would be totally different, I think, if Stephen was still mm-hmm. in the picture. Yeah. She'd be ruling the world, maybe. I don't know. 
<laughs> I don't know. If they were still hunted, it'd go a different yeah. way. It'd be a different yeah. story. So Stephen says, full customs, very slick. Of course, I'm staying until tomorrow. Annie made a wreath of flowers for my hair. And Will and I are going to share some tobacco with Walter. Then I'm going to go visit Father Hubbard. Matthew's like, you know Father what? Hubbard? What? <laughs> and he's all casual. He's like, oh, sure. I introduced myself when I arrived. You know, I, I had to. Right. <laughs> And he's like, I had to since he was the man in charge. Duh. (laughs) Man, that is like such a backhand at Matthew. It's so funny. I know. Even Diana. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not the big dummy that you are, dummy. (laughs) (laughs) You sounded like fucking Sanford and Sanford. Sanford. Yeah. (laughs) Sanford and Lamont. Don't be such a big dummy. dummy. Don't be a dummy. (laughs) (laughs) Elizabeth. (laughs) I'm coming. <laughs> I made out. It only took me 10 minutes to make you smart. Oh my god. <laughs> and I it was clean. It was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> father Hubbard figured out that I was Diana's father pretty quickly. You all have an amazing sense of smell. An interesting man with all of his ideas about creatures all living as one big happy family. And Diana's like, it would be utter chaos. And I feel like it's like, really, Diana, after all of this, you're still... You're going to say something stupid like mm-hmm. that. You're still going to be closed-minded mm-hmm. like that. Well, it, I don't know if it was just the way that how I was hearing it in my head or the tone that I was attributing to, to this whole little interchange. I mean, Stephen's saying these things like he's got more insight than just chit-chatting with Father Hubbard. Like yes. maybe yeah. from other time from other time walking adventures and whatnot. Like and observing people. Yeah. 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 But I think it's more than just his anthropological brain. Which yeah. again, why did he show up with the wrong outfit? Because <laughs> it seems like he did more research than let he lets on. Yeah, well that I still think he showed up in the wrong outfit because it was the goddess yeah. telling him you're going here. Somebody hijacked the cab. <laughs> so was it last minute, do you figure? Or was it, hey, I need to be noticed. This will do it. Where are these 70s jackets? This sounds really dumb, but Mm -hmm. I almost wonder if he was time walking. He he thought he was time walking to Philippe, maybe, or something. Hmm. I mean, was he time walking to the time period of Times Convert instead? Right. That's what I'm thinking. He did look more like Benjamin Franklin than a 16th century preacher, which is a total... Like Bugs Bunny, you know, made the wrong turn at Albuquerque. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, the goddess made the wrong turn for him at Albuquerque. <laughs> right. Which opens up a whole nother can of worms about, well, why was he trying to time walk to revolutionary? Like he just kind of stumbled in there. Right. 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 Yeah. 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 And he ended up in the 1590 instead. It's like, whoa, okay. He just rolled with it, though. And, and yeah. didn't Sophie's dad, I mean, he, didn't he used to go back to the 18th century, I thought? One of her relatives, not the dad. No, one and of her her relatives, okay. would go ba- Her grandmother who made the, the face jugs would go back to get ideas. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. But who knows? Her dad may have, too. We don't know much about her dad other than his Alzheimer's was causing his magic to unravel. Oh. I'd like to know more about the Normans, to be honest yes. with you. Yes, me too. Yeah, that'd be A an interesting more. story. Especially Jeffrey. Yes, especially Jeffrey. Consider, considering Su- Susanna and her old, men can't be weavers. <laughs> oh, really? Honestly, that's what Diana's statement just there reminded me of, something Susanna would say. Yeah. And we yes. don't like Susanna. I, I hope Aisley makes Susanna more likable than she's in the book. <laughs> 
But her saying that remark, it just highlights that she's reduced to the child and Stephen is the mm-hmm. wise father or parent. Yes. I don't know if I'd go so far as infantilizing her, but as damn close. She's I mean, not developed in her ideas just no. yet as far as creatures. It's almost like they've fallen back into their roles from when they just last saw each other. Yeah, I would sure. agree. Only she's verbal now. Yes. I know. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> but, but if you think about it, Diana's really been a case of arrested development all the way through these two books. Mm-hmm. True. When we start with her, she's like, yeah, I'll sleep with guys for physical release and make no emotional contact or bond. And hiding, you know, she's the perennial student hiding in academia. Yeah. Yes. More, I mean, yeah, she's a professor, but not really. She's still, she's hiding in school. She's not, not like venturing out in the real world or anything else. Even Ma- Matthew does that. I mean, because he's working at the hospital and he's doing other things and all she does is sit in the library and research and give yeah. papers. Her safe place. Mm-hmm. But she has Her had. fuzzy blankie. She has had arrested development. I agree, Jean, um, emotionally and magically. Mm-hmm. So Stephen points out, we all made it through last night with three vampires, two witches, a demon and two humans and a dog sharing one roof. Don't be so quick to dismiss new ideas, Diana. And I found that when he pointed that out, it's like, you've been here before at Madison. Mm -hmm. You know, at Madison, you had three witches, three demons, and three vampires. You all work together. Mm -hmm. So how are you not seeing this pattern? Well, and and even so, they were doing that all along because I think about their household. You've Uh got the boys coming in and out, and Annie's a witch, and Human Jack, and vampires, Mm-hmm. This kind of been doing it all along. This kind of yeah. mirrors Philippe's talk with them too. When he brings up Louie and Margot, and Matthew's all ruffled, like, "Oh no, not them!" And he's like, "What? All of a sudden, all of a, all of a sudden, you're judgmental? Are you kidding me?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like seriously, Matthew. And another way, even early on, the yoga class that should yes. include her in right there. Yeah. Right. I mean. The whole way through, she was dealing with these different creatures, and it still hadn't clicked with her. And Matt, but Matthew's funny because he keeps bouncing back and forth. Yes, sure. Which is well, which is total Scorpio. I'm going to change my mind again. <laughs> <laughs> this is my opinion till it's not. But wait, I want this opinion back. <laughs> I want to have it to fall back on if I need it. <laughs> I can beat somebody over the head with it. <laughs> but you just said I don't care. and then he's got the Gemini thrown on top of it. So we're talking yeah. about clubs. It's no wonder that guy's a hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Uh, so he goes on to say, then I suppose I'll hang out with Catherine and Marjorie. Lots of witches will be on the prowl tonight. Those two will definitely know where the most fun can be found. <laughs> I want to know how he figured out it was Catherine and Marjorie. He's been out pub crawling an awful he, lot. He already has. And us as the reader under Diana's, I mean, view, we had no idea these bitches were fun. No. But, but I, yeah. think, I also think they're one's a fire witch and one's an earth witch. And that would be Stephen's vibe. No, I thought Stephen was water. He's, this isn't Benny a water for but the, but yeah. the phoenix yeah. is also burning. Oh, that's coming true. Ashes. Good point. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, that's right. All that fun with the bubbles and the mm-hmm. mist. And anyways, a fire witch has got to be fun. <laughs> I, agree. I, I totally agree. Diana notices. Apparently, he was on a first name basis with half the town. So, <laughs> I, and I love that. It was like in two seconds. It's like you got the whole little story of holy shit. My parents have a life and they're fun, and it's outside of my purview. Like that. 
yes. epiphany we all go through is, you know, we're teenagers and we're growing up and like Diana has this now at 33. Yeah. Right. It's right. like, wait, my, my parents, a person too. Right. Yeah. They make mistakes. They do dumb shit. They well, go out drinking with they their were friends. hot ones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, and I love that uh, he's going to share tobacco with Will. Like, hey, a new <laughs> funky substance. Let's give it a try. <laughs> yeah. Open-minded. Yeah. Although Dan's a smoker. Don't forget, he smelled like cigarettes and yeah. pencil mm-hmm. shavings. Tobacco and pencil shaving- shavings. Yeah. So he did like his cigarettes. Do you think he picked it up after the will thing? Which seems yeah, weird. I bet you would... it is. No, yeah. I bet you it is because she associated that memory with the page on his desk. Yeah. Huh. So Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. It's a neat little time wrinkle there. So Diana's trying to be a school marm around here. And she says, and you You'll be careful, especially around Will, Daddy. No wow or well-played Shakespeare. She goes on to explain, my father was fond of slang. It was, he said, the hallmark of the anthropologist. Slang? This was another one of those, God, my parents are such a dork. Because <laughs> <laughs> you could hear the eye roll in that sentence. If only I could take Will home with me. He'd make a cool, sorry, honey, colleague. He has a sense of humor. Our department could do with someone who likes him. Put a bit of leavening in the lump, if you know what I mean. My father rubbed (laughs) (laughs) rubbed his hands together. (laughs) (laughs) And if you think about it, the whole school of night couldn't stand Will Shakespeare. And here he is. Right. He's cool, man. Whatever. So he wants to know, what are your plans? And Diana's like, we don't have any. What? Sitting at home, reading, whatever we're doing. I'm going to do some bills and send some letters. Do do some emails. It's like, are you kidding me? Stephen's like, oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. He's horrified. (laughs) And Diana wants to know why he's horrified. And he's like, don't tell me you're the kind of academics who can't tell the difference between their life and their job. He's like, I refuse to believe that my daughter could be one of them. And (laughs) Diana says, that's a bit melodramatic, Daddy. We can spend an evening with you. I've never smoked. It'll be historic. (laughs) 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 that's something we could try (laughs) like you know those conversations of the old couple let's spice up our sex life we can try this (laughs) oh no she goes on to say it will be historic to do it with Walter for the first time since he introduced tobacco into England. So lesson, hello. And then Stephen looked a little bit more horrified. She's like, absolutely not. We'll be bonding with fellow men. Lionel Tiger argues. And then Matthew's like, I'm not a fan of Tiger. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so funny because it's like, yeah, he was like, he was called a tiger. Uh, yeah. And he's been doing nothing but male bonding this whole fucking book. Yeah. With his freaking, with his freaking posse yeah no shit <laughs> but oh I, i've got no use for tiger it's like dude he wrote a book all about you <laughs> are you kidding me are you gonna what be what do you think you've been doing here well, <laughs> yeah what is a theory you can't disprove so it like can't be worth it come on especially since you're a walking embodiment of it and then he goes on to say the social carnivore never made sense to me hmm. <laughs> i can imagine it in his mathy way hmm. yeah even the name, I'm like, oh my God, are you kidding me? Uh, so Diana says, can we put the topic of eating people aside for a moment and discuss why you don't want to spend your last night with Matthew and me? She was hurt. And he goes, it's not that, honey. Help me out here, Matthew. Take Diana on a date. You must be able to think of something to do. You know, oh, take her out. <laughs> and then Matthew says, like, roll 
roller skating. Hmm. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and Matthew's brow shot up. There aren't any skating rinks in 16th century London and a precious few of them left in the 21st century. Stephen's like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> And he goes on to say, I guess they were playing a little game uh, like fad or what was the other thing? Fad versus trend. Fad versus trend. Yeah. Yeah. For days. So they were talking about the pet rock, whether it would fade or not. And he was shocked to hear that other things like the leisure suit were now the butt of jokes. Of all, of all the things that he was worried about being the butt of a joke, a leisure suit? A leisure suit. He yeah. probably thought it was wonderful. <laughs> oh, God, it was probably powder blue, too. I know. All you have to do is shake them out. They don't get wrinkly. It's You're cool. Right. <laughs> and those pockets on the front, they're always so helpful. I know. Always need some cargo room, yo. Yo. So he says, I love roller skating. Rebecca and I go to a place in Dorchester where we one we want to get away from Diana for a few hours and and then Diana's like, la la la, that's enough. We'll go for <laughs> like, a walk. <laughs> yeah. She's like TMI dad. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want to hear about what you and mom are up to. No one does. No. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> so Diana says, my father can be unnecessarily frank when it came to discussing how he and my mother spent their free time. I have to wonder if Deb's dad was like that, too, because she. this is all so written like by someone who's had experience with yeah. a funny duddy. <laughs> intimately experienced with this kind of uh, <laughs> interaction, shall we say. No, I agree. When, when Stephen says, are you one of those academics that can't tell the difference between your life and your job? And Deb has admittedly said that that was her at one point. So I can imagine yeah. that was a conversation that someone had with her. Yeah. yeah. He seemed to think it might shock Matthew's sense of propriety. When that failed, he took to calling Matthew Sir Lancelot for added measure of annoyance. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny because that was from the stories that Isabel, Isabel said, you know, a combination between Superman and Sir Lancelot. Mm -hmm. Sir Lancelot. Sir Mix-a-Lot. Sir Mix-a-Lot. <laughs> Sir Mix-a-Lot. <laughs> yeah. A walk. You'll take a walk. And he's like, you mean that literally, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I love the way you just said that. Says, no wonder creatures are going the way of the dodo. Go out, both of you, now. And I'm ordering you to have fun. Get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. Starts pushing him through the door. And then Diana's like, how? What? Huh? I don't, what? How did this happen? <laughs> and Stephen says, this is not a question a daughter should ask her father. It's Midsummer Eve. Go out. Ask the first person you meet what you should do. Better yet, follow someone else's example. Howl at the moon, make magic, make out at the very least. Surely even Sir Lancelot <laughs> makes out. <laughs> He waggled his eyebrows. Yeah. Oh, so <laughs> Lancelot and his little Lancelot got him in some big old trouble. I know. I'm like, she is pregnant. I know. <laughs> well, I'm just saying in the other Sir Lancelot, too. So, I mean, yeah. I don't know if he's like the best example to be using. <laughs> and then he's like waggling his eyebrows, like, get the picture, Miss Bishop? Hmm? Yeah. Wink, wink, oh, nudge, nudge. Okay, yeah. okay nudge. Stephen. <laughs> we're, we're, yeah. we're, we're on we're the same page. We're a little bit creeped out. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> you're, you're approaching that fine line. Yeah. <laughs> and it's Please getting don't finer step over by it. the second. <laughs> yeah. So Diana says, I think so. Uh, Stephen says, good. I won't be back until sunrise, so don't wait up. Better yet, stay out all night yourselves. Jack is with Tommy Harriet. Annie's with her aunt. Pierre is, I don't know where Pierre is. He's Pierre. <laughs> so whatever. Right. <laughs> He's peering wherever. <laughs> but he doesn't need a babysitter. I'll see you at breakfast. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then she's like, when did you start calling Thomas Harriet Tommy? My father pretended not to hear me. Give me a hug before you go and don't forget to have fun. He gave her a hug. He said, catch on the flip side, baby. Jeez. <laughs> of course he did. So Stephen pushed them out the door, shut it in their faces, and she extended her hand onto the latch and found it taken into a vampire's cold grip. And she's like, he'll be leaving in a few hours, Matthew. I know. So does he. This is Matthew just saying, calm down. Yeah. And then she's freaking out. And then he should understand that I want to spend more time with him. I stared at the door, willing my father to open it. I could see the threads from me to him through the grain of the wood to the wizard on the other side. One of the threads snapped and struck me in the back of my hand like a rubber band. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, daddy. She's like, get moving, Diana. <laughs> All right. So we're on to the date portion of the show, guys. So yeah, well, I was going to say the uh, the funny thing about just this last part with Steven is like, he also sounds like he once again isn't taking his own advice because even with his just two weeks there, mm-hmm. he sure seems settled in with the natives and doing his thing and da 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 da. And he's got nicknames for people and he's got a full social calendar and he mm-hmm. knows who's who and what's what. I don't think you get that level of working knowledge by standing back and quietly observing and not affecting what's going on. Right. Stephen? Hmm? I agree. I, I agree. If I do. you immerse yourself, you're going to have some sort of ripple. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So he's very much do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. Either that or he was hamming it up for Diana to let well, her like know. Tom, Thomas Harriet Tommy. So, yeah. I mean, and that, I don't think he hammed that up. That was just a slip. I think he might have been like, I'm okay here. Just go, go. Because I don't want you to see me leave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I felt like he was just like, get the fuck out so I could leave. Because yeah. maybe he's not good with goodbyes so much. Like kind of like Miriam. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe it was a combination of the two. Well, and maybe. I, I bet you he ha- he has had to do this a lot. Go, he goes on a time walk and has had to True. extract himself from right new friends, old friends, family. And go out on a high note, you know. Yeah. Just be like, yeah, that was fun, and you know. <laughs> and it's also kind of like a vampire fading out of an old life into a new life. Yes. True. So he never stayed beyond two weeks. So how close could his friendships really be? I mean. Yeah, but if he keeps coming back. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I don't don't think he would do that, though. Come back to the same place and time every time. So, like, when people have memories of Stephen just kind of flitting it out and out of their mm-hmm. lives, like, years later, they'd be like, oh, yeah, that guy was fun. I don't even remember who he was. I but you know, <laughs> we had a good time yeah. with him. <laughs> although, although I think with the vampires, it's probably a little bit different because yeah. I, I really, in my heart of hearts, suspect that he did some time walking back and forth to hang with Philippe. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. I think to, so. To hear about. So, what did you guys think about this date? I saw this date as kind of a tour of Elizabethan yes. England. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. It's like everything we didn't get to see and all the fucking craziness that's been going on in this book. We're finally taking a time to look at it. Yes. And he, getting out of the building. Yes. It's yes. Yes. like everything we do is pretty much in a building. It's in Old Lodge. It's in Prague Castle. It's in the, the Dunking and Cradle mm-hmm. or in, you know, in the London house. Or yeah. every, it's always inside someplace with the exception of the two times they walk around the square at St. Paul's. Yes, this true. Is probably the and that only was time Diana's like escape. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. It's the only time they've really just gone out and wandered. And I took Stephen's message to them to mean be present, be in the moment, just for this last yeah. bit of time that you're here in 1590. So this is what it was. They were they were present. 
present. They were in the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like they've been here all this time. And how much time has she ha- really had to take it in? Mm-hmm. It's like a work being, trip. Right. Yeah. Everything was motive driven before. Yeah. It's like, well, she'd get out of the house to go shopping. She'd take the kids to keep them occupied and uh-huh. tire them out. Yeah. And so everything was a task instead of just, hey, I'm just going to go out, just go out, yeah, chill out. That's true. So, and they talk about the bone fires and the bonfires. No, the bone fires. <laughs> okay, so people celebrate Midsummer Eve by lighting fires, bone fires, wood fires, and mixed fires. And the, the mayor's of burning bones is just kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. I would imagine the smells back then were interesting. Yes, not necessarily bad, but interesting. Maybe bad to us because we'd be like, oh, what's this new smell? But I mean, it's part of the uh, patchwork mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. then. So people make associations with smells. It might be a good association for a lot of those people because this smells like home. Yeah. Now you've got me wondering why they burn bones. I don't know. Are we talking about consul- like, like, I'm going to consult Mr. Google. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. The Googler. <laughs> While you're doing that, let's go on and let us know when you're ready, Jean. Okay. (laughs) All right. The mayor's warnings to cease and desist all superstitious celebrations go up every year. And the people like them anyway. They went to dinner at the famous Belle Sauvage Inn outside the Blackfriars on Ludgate Hill. More than a simple eatery, the Belle Sauvage was an entertainment complex where customers could see plays. So it was kind of like dinner theater. Yeah. Right? (laughs) The the Renaissance (laughs) Theater before before the Renaissance. (laughs) Yeah. Or, or like uh, the old school, like nightclubs. Yeah. Uh, from Goodfellas. Su- supper clubs. What, yeah, yeah. Supper clubs or like, you know, the supper club they were in in Goodfellas was kind of what I thought of yeah. when I. Oh, they burn, they burn animal bones to ward off evil spirits. Yeah. That's, that's just what Matthew told us. So there we go. <laughs> well, and then even before that, it's associated with Beltane. And then you were also, there were nine, the nine uh, specific woods that were used too. Uh, what nine, what woods did they use? Rowan, dogwood. Elder, poplar, oak, juniper, holly, cedar, and apple, hmm. and that that was in connection with Beltane and a Wiccan bonfire, right? And they'd blend in the animal bones as well. Interesting, yeah. Hmm. So Angela referenced the uh, <laughs> uh-huh. the, Renaissance, the Renaissance. I mean, they had fencing matches. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wonder if they had like ladies carrying steins. Come here, witch! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and eating now, with their hands. <laughs> now I'm pitching the tents at Oktoberfest in Munich. Right? <laughs> For medieval times, there was like time, a... Yeah. yeah, that was like and a big the, thing The big pretzels hanging off of each arm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, see, you ruined the pretzels for me because ever since that, I think of that... Uh... <laughs> Oh, God. The producer. The producer. Oh, with the braids or the hair. Yeah, the spring, yeah springtime in Hitler. Springtime for Hitler in Germany. Yeah. And the, yeah, spinning pretzels on the boobs. <laughs> that oh, movie geez. is so freaking that was ridiculous. Great. I love that movie. Both versions of that movie are really good. Just I didn't see the movie. Sometimes the remakes aren't as good, but the original Mel Brooks one and the remake with Nathan Lane and Matthew Broderick are equally wonderful. So Morocco was the famous horse who could pick versions out of the crowd. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, why? Just why? (laughs) Here's a fine virgin that Morocco has picked out for you. (laughs) The horse matchmaker? I don't know. I don't know. So Diana says it wasn't roller skating in Dorchester, but it was close. (laughs) 
<laughs> so horse, uh, horse virgins roller skating. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Uh, the city's teenagers were out in force shouting insults and innuendos at one another like they do today mm-hmm. as they went from water one watering hole to another. So a pub crawl, basically. During the day, most were hard at work as servants or apprentices. Even in the evenings, their time was not their own since their masters expected them to watch over shops and houses and tend children, fetch food, water, and do a hundred other small chores that were required to keep an early modern household going. Tonight, London belonged to them, and they were making the most of it. So, rousing teenagers just out. They go on to pass through Ludgate and approach the entrance of the Blackfriars as the bells told nine o'clock. It was the time the members of the watch started making their rounds. And I guess this, the members of the watch were the ones like, it's like, uh, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Yeah. <laughs> there was a cop banging on your side window with a flashlight saying, yeah, you know, you better put that back in your pants. Yeah. You're steaming up your windows, you know, yep. pack it up. It's time to go. <laughs> it's time to go. After arrest you. Before we get too far ahead, I just had to point out because we do love the bratty Robert Devereaux, Earl of Essex. And he's got a mm-hmm. few degrees of separation from the horse Morocco. Really? Yeah. It's, Do tell. It says uh, William Banks was born in Staffordshire, probably in the early 1560s. In the 1580s, he became a retainer of Robert Devereux. His job may have been working in the stables. And William Banks actually owned Morocco. Oh, well, there. This little side gig. God, yeah. It's, it's kind of <laughs> like those friends of the Kardashians who end up being Instagram influencers in their own right. Yes. <laughs> yes. And they have their own little spinoff shows. Yeah, their own little side black china side muscles yeah <laughs> right <laughs> oh don't ask me how i know that <laughs> <laughs> i won't Oh, God. So uh, the watch, they weren't enforcing the rules tonight. Though the sun had set an hour earlier, the moon was only one day away from being full and the city streets were still bright with moonlight. So Diana's like, can we keep walking? She's like, yeah, let's, this is fun. Let's keep going. (laughs) (laughs) And here she's talking about what we were just talking about. We were always going somewhere specific to Baynard's Castle to see Mary, to St. James Garlicite, to visit the gathering, to St. Paul's Church yard for books. Matthew and I had never taken a walk through the city without a destination in mind. And this is true. And Matthew says, I don't see why not, since we were ordered to stay out and have fun. He dipped his head and stole a kiss. We walked around the western door of St. Paul's, which was bustling in spite of the hour out of the churchyard to the north. This put us on Cheapside, London's most spacious and prosperous street, where the goldsmiths plied their trade. The Cheapside Horde. We rounded the fountain at Cheapside cross, which was being used as a paddling pool by a group of roaring boys and headed east. Matthew traced the route of Anne Boylan's coronation procession for me and pointed out the house where Geoffrey Chaucer had lived as a child. Some merchants invited Matthew to join them in a game of bowls. Okay. They booed him out of the competition after his third strike in a row, however. So is that like bowling? (laughs) (laughs) Could be. Uh, Bowls. I don't know. It's weird. Um, happy maybe now that like you Bocci. maybe mm. happy now that you've proven your top dog. And this is Diana teasing him, and he's like very. He pointed to the fork of the road. Look, the Royal Exchange, and she she was all excited. She's like, at night you remembered, yay, yay. <laughs> It's like, come on, Diana, you could have seen this this whole time. (laughs) And Matthew's like, a gentleman never forgets. I'm not sure if any of the shops are still open, but the lamps will be lit. Will you join me in a promenade across the courtyard? Mm. So there you go. That's nice. 
just a simple walk is a date. I like that. I mean, because mm-hmm. when you think of a date, you think of something planned and dinner. Sometimes and, contrived. Yes, yes. Yes. Instead of just wandering, which to me is the most fun. Just wandering. It's memory making too. Yes. yes. Well, all, right. all of our best things have come from wandering. I agree. Like the hustler. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was just thinking about just when we were wandering around and after lunch that one day and just started going into shops. We were looking for the Harley. We were down looking for the Harley Davidson store. Yes. And up going oh, all those right. Other That's places. in New Orleans. Yeah. 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 We saw a lot of stuff that day. <laughs> when we did the Dolly Parton challenge, yeah. I so wanted it to be all three of us in front of the Hustler store. I can't even find the one that is with just Jean in front of the Hustler store, but I'm like, I'm too bad we all were. I would, I would have made that our Tinder picture. Yeah. Well, we've got a chance to do that soon. So. Yes. Yes. And we yes. have to walk past there if we're going to go back for more absinthe. So there's that. I'm not even right when I see the Hustler store because. Um... <laughs> well, God, when, we were, when I was in town there one time, I was like, wait a minute. It's right there. Your hotel was right behind the Hustler store. <laughs> like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> and my travel coordinator at work was the one that booked that. I had nothing to do with that. <laughs> It's so funny, too, because (laughs) as a tangent, okay, so audience, so you're not lost. Um, How was it last year? Jean came out to Seattle for some work stuff and we arranged a meeting and I was driving to work and she's like, yeah, my hotel's behind the Hustler store. (laughs) Like, okay. So I was driving to work and I passed the Hustler store because you can see it from the freeway. And I was like, oh, I know where Jean's staying. (laughs) Right away. It was a beacon. <laughs> it's like I figured, hey, that's the biggest landmark right nearby. I don't think you'll find it that way. So after work, when me and Jean went to meet, I was like, oh, yeah, I just got to find the Hustler store. <laughs> and I was sure Robert was like, what? What? <laughs> we digress. Uh, we always digress. All right. So uh, they entered the wide arches next to the bell tower, topped with a golden grasshopper. Inside, Diana turned around slowly to get the full experience of the four-story storied building with its hundred shops selling everything from suits of armor to shoehorns. Statues of English monarchs looked down on the customers and merchants, and a further plague of grasshoppers ornamented the peak of each dormer window. So, grasshoppers. Aren't they like <laughs> prosperity? I think so. So, here he explains that grasshopper was Gresham's emblem, and he wasn't shy about self-promotion. Well, sometimes you gotta promote yourself, Matthew. You know? Mm-hmm. Some shops were indeed open. The lamps and the the arcades around the central courtyard were lit and we were not the only ones enjoying the evening. And Diane hears some music and she's like, where's that music coming from? So there's going to be dancing! Yay! <laughs> and, and the music was coming from the tower. He darted out. He's like, hey, I'll be back. And he ran into a nearby store. And so Diana's sitting there listening to the music. And when he came back, he presented to her with all due ceremony, a mousetrap, a proper one. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a funny guy. I know. <laughs> Uh-huh. This is a proper mousetrap, he said, taking my hand. He started walking backwards, pulling me into the center of the merriment. Dance with me. So that's nice. Yeah. Uh-huh. They, they get to go dancing. And Diana, of course, because we saw this at Septor, I definitely don't know that dance. <laughs> She's really hesitant. And I feel her pain there. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to bounce around and move. Whatever. Steps. <laughs> no. I just thought of uh, the Peanuts gang. Everybody's just side to side. Or flailing your arms up and down. That one guy doing the chicken with his neck. Yeah. yeah. Pin pin in the smoke truck. The pony. Yeah. (laughs) 
All right. So they dance. Matthew took her hand, stepped into the line of dancers. And when the others moved, they followed. Sometimes you just got to bounce around. Like I said, <laughs> three steps and a little kick forward, three steps and a little dip back. After a few repetitions, we came to the oh, more intricate Lord, they're doing steps. The I know. It's all in my head, yo. I, I learned how to do the hustle in gym class in Same second here. grade. Wow. Whoa. Yeah, that was like everybody's <laughs> favorite gym unit is when we got to do dancing. I I know the hustle. Ooh, everybody was doing it. Gets you moving, no one gets hurt. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Get you moving, and no one gets hurt. <laughs> you need a pillow that says that on there. <laughs> <laughs> <For> your <laughs> settee. <laughs> so the dance finishes, and there were more calls for more music and requests for specific tunes. But they were done. They got to dance. So they left, and they Matthew got her mouse trap, and they instead of taking her straight home, he started you know wandering a little bit. Diana says, we turned down so many alleys and cut across so many churchyards that I was hopelessly disoriented by the time we reached All Hallows, the great with its tall square tower and abandoned cloister where the monks had once walked. Like most of London's churches, All Hallows was on its way to becoming a ruin, its medieval stonework crumbling. You know what? This is weird. When she's talking about being totally lost, Robert loves doing this to me. He loves it. He's loved it ever since we started dating years and years and years ago. What he would do, because when I go someplace to a store, I take a specific route. I know where I'm going. He likes to wander and Mm -hmm. see different things. And he'd turn around and look at me and say, so you totally lost yet i'm like i'm totally lost and this could be a place i live for years but Uh i didn't know the little side streets and the alleys like matthew does and i I suspect diana's the same way Mm -hmm. like where the fuck are we Uh (laughs) what's going on so yeah that just kind of took me back robert likes doing that too (laughs) he also likes knowing his environment like matthew too (laughs) he likes knowing all the side streets how he can get around stuff and Mm -hmm. so anyway he goes are you up for a climb and then she nodded and they began their ascent they passed by the bells, which were happily not clanging at the moment. I'm pretty sure they'd be deaf if that was happening. Matthew pushed up the trap door in the roof. He scampered through the hole and then reached down and lifted her up to join him. And they were standing by behind the tower's crenellations with all of London spread at their feet. The bonfires on the hills outside the city already burned bright and the lanterns bobbed up and down the bows of the boat and the barges crossing the Thames. At this distance, oh I'm sorry, the Thames. <laughs> at this distance with the darkness of the river as a backdrop, it looked like fireflies I heard laughter, music, all the ordinary sounds of life I've grown accustomed to during the months we've been here. So Matthew ticks down his fingers. He's like, so you've met the queen, seen the royal exchange at night, and actually been in a play instead of just watching one. And she said, we found Ashmole 782, and I discovered I'm a weaver, and magic isn't as disciplined as I hoped. She surveyed the city, remembering when they'd first arrived, and Matthew had to point out the hand marks for fear she'd get lost. Now I can name them myself. There's Bridewell well and there's St. Paul's and the bear baiting arenas. She turned around. The quiet vampire was standing beside her. Thank you for tonight, Matthew. We've never been on a date date out in public like this. It was magical. And then Matthew says, I didn't do a very good job courting you, did I? We should have had more nights like this one with dancing and looking at the stars. He tilted his face, looked up at the moon, and the moon glanced off as his pale skin. You're practically glowing, she said. So are you. And then Matthew's making his moves. He's like, that reminds me. You're so father- smooth. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, so suave. Smooth. Rico suave. I remember that. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Rico. Oh. <laughs> I love it. 
<laughs> oh my god i'm so dating myself <laughs> you're dating all of us speaking of dates when they were talking you were just reading back her picking out all, all the landmarks it yeah. reminded me of angela's and my date when we went to uh cardiff castle not cardiff castle uh oxford castle right oh yeah uh, up at the top yes <laughs> You climbers. <laughs> Man, that, was, that one was a scary one to climb up. That too. was. Yeah. And our, our docent happened to be from Minnesota. <laughs> oh, God, that was even funnier. So Matthew says, that reminds me, your father gave us a list too. We've had fun. You've made magic by taking me to the exchange and then surprising me with this view. Matthew says, that only leaves two more items. Ladies' choice. I can howl at the moon or we can make out. Diana's getting a little shy right here. She's like, mm. she says, no howling. You'll bring out the watch. <laughs> Kissing it is. So I assume they start making out right here. So I mean, I think they're good at that considering she's pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. They have experience It's, not, doing it's that. not like they need too much more practice. Nope. So they're home now. The next morning, the entire household was yawning its way through breakfast after staying out until the early hours. Tom and Jack had just risen and were wolfing down bowls of porridge when Gallowglass came in and whispered something to Matthew. My mouth went dry at Matthew's sad look. Where's my dad? He's gone home, Gallowglass said gruffly. Why didn't you stop him? He can't be gone. I just needed a few more hours with him. All the time in the world wouldn't have been enough, auntie. And this is Gallowglass with a sad, sad expression. But he didn't say goodbye. A parent should never have to say a final goodbye to his child. And then Gallowglass says, Stephen asked me to give you this. It was a piece of folded paper folded up into an origami sailboat. And then <laughs> Diana says, Daddy sucked at swans. And she's crying here. She's like wiping her eyes. Mm-hmm. Carefully, I unfolded the note. Diana, you are everything we dream you would one day become. Life is a strong warp of time. Death is only the weft. It will be because of your children, your children's children, that I will live forever. P.S. Every time you read something is rotten in the state of Denmark in <laughs> Hamlet, think of me. Hey. So she says, you tell me that magic is just desire made real. Maybe spells are nothing more than words that you believe with all your heart. He loves you forever. So do I. His words wove through the threads that connected us, which in vampire, they carried the conviction of his feelings with them. Tenderness, reverence, and constancy. Hope. I love you too, I whispered, reinforcing his spell with mine. And that's the end. I can't even imagine the discussion that Philippe, uh, not Philippe, uh, Galloglass and Stephen had, because I think even without Philippe's instruction, Galloglass with his big teddy bear heart would have assured Stephen, I'll watch over. Mm-hmm. I, got, I got this. Yeah. I got this. Yeah. Yeah. Oof, that'd be tough. Oh, I don't even want to think about Gallowglass seeing Stephen as they're driving off to right. Africa slash Ukraine. So. I don't want to think about Gallowglass at all. <laughs> <laughs> No, I only say that is because he had so much of a hand in the machinations of their time walk back and making sure everything is kept straight and all the things he had to keep to himself. And meanwhile, he's harboring whatever for Diana. And it's like, it's too much. I would think it was too much. It's too much for one soul to handle. a lot of baggage. Emily's burden times a million. Yes. Yes. Any other thoughts about this chapter before we gavel it? Go on. Oh, there's a lot. No, no, I was just, I was just saying, (laughs) oh, there's a lot in this chapter. I mean, it really is once we've unpacked it, which Mm -hmm. surprised me because it's like a lot more than just date night. True. There's a lot of subtext here. All right, guys. So going once, going twice. So. Okay. 
So let's go on to some housekeeping. We got a sold gavel sound effect. <laughs> Putting mm. that on my wish I do list. have it. Oh, okay. I need, I, I, I have it. I, I just, I put it on there, but I, I need to make it louder, I think. Because <laughs> <laughs> Angela never noticed. <laughs> yeah, right. I was like, you've heard it though, Jean, haven't you? Yes, I have heard it. Okay. I put a gavel on every single time. Angela, we're just going to have to cater to her. <laughs> Not <laughs> Make me. it Ange- real loud. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My brain doesn't work. Ange- Angela's ears don't work. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. And, you know, I'm sporadic between the two. So it's fine. It's <laughs> fine. Okay. So housekeeping is brought to us by Brianna Houston. Thank you, Brianna. Thank you, Thank you Brianna. Housekeeping. And who wants to start I have housekeeping from Lynn, our lovely Lynn. Hi, Lynn. Yay. She's giving us feedback on episode 62. And she says, hello, lovelies. Just a quick note. When the Godfather theme played under your conversation about Jillian, I just drove off the road. That was so funny. (laughs) (laughs) I actually had to go back and listen to it. (laughs) Leave the witch, take the the broomstick. Save the cannoli. Yeah. Yeah. So she says, leave the witch, take the broomstick. Aloha, Lynn. Keep calm oh, and hell on. Thank you, Lynn. Thank oh, you. Thank you, Lynn. Wow. <laughs> That's she awesome. Cracks me up. Please don't crash off the road. Don't crash Please. off the road and save the community. That's right. Everything. Signal safely. Slowly pull over your vehicle. Put your hazard lights on. Then crack the fuck up. <laughs> and then <laughs> turn your hazard lights on. Signal to get back on the freeway. Merge carefully. And proceed. And then proceed. So there we she go. She was one of my highlights of the, of the last con. Yes. And why is that? Go ahead. I think we all have the same. Because she surprised us with her mad, bad, and dangerous to know scarf turned Cardi. <laughs> yeah. Was the, oh, God. The she was the ultimate Cardi. model. Yeah, she oh, was. she's so hilarious. I'll put a picture of that in the show notes because I think we have a good picture of that where she was just like, whoa, I don't give a fuck. Look well, at- yeah, and she played <laughs> me really well, too. So <laughs> That's awesome. Jean, what do you have? I have an email from Barbara. Hi, Barbara. Who- Who's your daddy? Hello, Angela, Jean, and Valerie. Just finishing finished listening to my very first podcast ever. You are the most remarkable ladies. Now, there was a mention about Twitter. Is Armitage mentioned Richard Armitage? If so, may I comment? To me, I always pictured him as Sir Walter Raleigh and not Matthew Claremont. But then again, I, I pictured... That. We also put that up there more than once, too, Yeah, yeah. as an aside. But then again, I pictured Charles Dance's father, Hubbard. Guess that's why I'm sitting here and not on a film set somewhere. Us too, dude. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> Thanks for taking time to read this. Keep up the fantastic job you're all doing. You make the sunshine with your opinions and le- levity. Don't ever let anyone bitch you out about your snarkiness. Double exclamation point and beating heart. It makes for great entertainment. Love the show, Barbara. Thank you so much, Barbara. And be careful what you wish for. (laughs) I think by demonstration of this episode alone, you can be assured that that's not going anywhere. (laughs) Not at all. All right. So I have one. This is from our Lauren of the Lovely Voice. And um, she just sent a little message. She's like, hi, Val. How am I the winner? And she, we're talking about the emoji contest. And she did win that. Weird. I feel a little bad about this. Thank you so much. With this, I'm going to step back and not enter anything anymore. Oh, because oh. winning twice is just super generous and crazy. Oh, my God, Lauren. Lauren. Okay. Sometimes it was it's random. The it's the universe. We, it's the universe. We're not playing favorites, huh? 
honestly. They said you should win, and you won. So it's fine. It's fine. Thanks to you, Jean and An- Angela. I love you guys so much. You were the best. Do you need my address? And she gives the address. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my address. Make sure you have it. And I was like, yeah, we have your address. Lauren. Your number. <laughs> yes. We have, we love Lauren, and oh, she yes. is a new moderator at the Souls Discussion Group. And so, so is Wendy. Wendy and so is Wendy. Wendy. Yay. Yay. Yes. Well deserved. Well deserved. And they will do it justice, I believe. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. So, was that leave us, guys? Save it for the show. Yep. Yay. Yawn. <laughs> This episode, Save It for the Show, is sponsored by Yvonne Kaiser. So thank you, Yvonne. Thank you, Yvonne. Save it for the show. Save it for the show. Guys, save it for the show. All right, save it for the show. The topic is, quote, unquote, yawn. <laughs> and the subheading under this is things to do while you're waiting. Yeah. So, we're, we're go going, ahead, girls. <laughs> we're going into the doldrums. I mean, we're waiting for the show to get edited and a release date. We're waiting for Deb to finish her last four chapters. Yes. We're waiting for the real time reads on Shadow of Night to crank back up because we've got about two months where nothing really happens <laughs> until we pick back up in Prague. That's true. So, yeah. What to do while you're waiting. So they are doing Besides, a real time read on yes. uh, Shadow of Night. So, well, they're doing hey, a re- we're ahead of something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I was going to say, one of my suggestions is if you haven't listened to all of our back episodes, you can catch up. Yes, you can. Shameless yes, plug. Can. Shameless plug. And I still yeah. think combing our website, we have so much stuff we don't advertise anymore. They were our really, really early pieces um, of yes. blog posts and pictures and art and fun stuff that oh, we don't and, advertise and, anymore, but it's there. And all yeah. of our archives, we've, we've done a pretty thorough job of of compiling and archiving all of the old day appearances Deb used to do, like the mm-hmm. transcripts from Book Nation and videos and she used to go on Reddit and all kinds of stuff like that. But all those are sitting in the sitting in our archives as well. Yeah. And our downloads page. Mm-hmm. You know what? I the, will infa- put- the infamous twi- uh, Twitter appearance that got me into this whole fandom back in 2012. Oh, wow. <laughs> you remember that? I do. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Well, I remember when you joined Twitter and how hesitant you were. Yeah, I, I just read through the Twitter thing some uh, on like the internet, and I'm like, mm, I don't know how to get involved in this this <laughs> this Twitter mess. This Twitter thing, and then it's like, <laughs> oh wait a minute, now I have to get involved in this Twitter mess, and now it's yes. like, I'm part of this Twitter mess. <laughs> yeah, I remember when we Twitter is uh, an acquired taste, people. Oh, I just use it to rant. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Same here. Put, it, put my stuff out in the universe and then I'm done. Okay. Mic drop. You know, it's it's fine. And follow Deb on Twitter. She's oh. always got something interesting. And, and it's all, always all kinds of different things going on with her. If, yeah. if could be related to her classes, her her activism. It's not just it's not just the books and TV show. Yeah. I would say follow her on Twitter. And she's more active there than she is on Facebook lately. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So well she was one of the early adopters yeah. for Twitter. She's been on that, I think, longer than anything else, is what she said. I've been on when it was mostly ac- just academics that were on Twitter years ago. I think I joined Twitter in two thousand eight. But I didn't know what I was doing. Nobody I didn't did. even know how to write a tweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook made way more sense to me at the time. But mm-hmm. yeah, no, at Twitter, I was not proficient. And the fact that Angela way back when 
Yeah. Like, oh, look, she knows t- how to use Twitter. Let's get, let's get her involved in this. <laughs> she tweeted at somebody and got a response. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. She's, she's our expert now. So. <laughs> Do you want to join us in this little bit of shenanigans we've got up our sleeve? Yes. Yes. <laughs> And that's how you she got entangled in this mess. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. We need that. Okay. <laughs> Valuable skill. Valuable skill. Yeah. Okay. So reference the Armitage for Claremont or the Armitage on Twitter. Uh, we had that. Was it Barbara? Yes. Yes. That was Barbara. Yeah. So Barbara, I can definitely see Richard Armitage as uh, as Roger. Raleigh. Yep. Yeah, in so many roles, he he could. He's looking good. You guys, oh. you guys have comment. He's looking good lately. Yeah. Took like, our advice about you know staying out of the sun and skincare for sure. Our subliminal advice was yeah. okay. Well, audience, no, don't we get were, crazy. We didn't. <laughs> we were putting that out in the universe. We put it out in the universe. It's like stay out of the sun. Stop yeah. it. <laughs> Yeah, he looks really good. Well, well not in a Heartland. fake way, though. Not in a work, no. not, not in a work done way. Yeah. yeah, no. He's got a new thing called what? Stranger that just they just yes. uploaded to Netflix yesterday. There's so much good stuff on Netflix. We'll talk about that in the after oh. show, but there is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Speaking of which, up, uh, yeah, <laughs> join join us as a patron and listen to our after show. We'll have all kinds of things for you guys to do while you're waiting. No joke. Patreon.com slant demons discuss two bucks a month. Mm-hmm. You're in there. Um, I, I have a couple of things for our after show too. reference Netflix. There's a couple of things that I watched. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Netflix is getting good. What's Very. going on? Um, it's not just Friends reruns. Well, it isn't Friends. Now friends they have Cheers reruns, reruns, though. I was, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's <laughs> a whole other sure. rabbit hole you can yeah. fall down. Friends reruns, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, what to do while you're waiting? Let's see. Join the All Souls discussion group and jump in on their uh, reruns. Uh, they're doing Shadow of Night, like Jean mentioned earlier, uh, and rewatch it. The rewatches and rewatches, uh, yes, through. yes. Um, our television episodes mm-hmm. uh, with your rewatches, I strongly recommend going through each one of the episodes and then listen to our remarks on yeah. the episodes. Oh, and even during the hiatus for uh, Shadow of Night, speaking of All Souls discussion group, they'll be doing a section a week on uh, World of All Souls. Oh, good. Oh, wow. So, like, yeah. one week they'll be talking about the organizations. Another week, somebody will be leading discussions on the character profiles and literature, all, all the different subsections of the book. They're going right. to do it. Hit one tackle one a week. So the organizations we're talking about, like the congregation, yeah, the Knights the of Lazarus, the con- and- yeah, yeah, and the yeah, yeah, Knights yeah. Templar, and all that stuff. Yeah, got it. What else? If you want to be entertained, uh, you can follow Teresa Palmer on Instagram. I think that's where she's heavy. Yeah, she's into. heavy on Instagram. So she shows off a lot of her costuming and how they dress her and her and her baby. Yeah, and- there's lots of baby stuff and kid stuff and mom stuff. Yeah, let's see what else. What else is there? Hmm. Hmm. There's a lot, actually. I mean, yep. when I was thinking about it, like, uh, I'll talk about more of this on the after show. But speaking of Netflix, uh, there's this show called October Faction, huh. which is really good. Okay. Really good. And how this relates to the All Souls universe, I'll tie it back. Uh, there's a common theme of human fear against what's... The other? The other, yes. So take that in mind when you watch it. It's funny. It's good. It's very... Uh, I wouldn't say... Yeah, I'll go into it a little more in the after mm-hmm. show. But what it is, is this family. And they're pretty much like a portion of the government that hunts down weird creatures and eliminates them. And oh. you're you're thinking they're like the good which, guys. Like which hunters? 
Yes, yes, yes. But you're thinking they're the good guys, but then you, you step back and you realize, mm-hmm. oh, they've been conditioned this way. They, they're realizing maybe we're not so good. Maybe we should you rethink know, this. Rethink this. So there's that. And also the OA. Have you guys heard of that on Netflix? I don't think so. No. Good, good. We just finished watching the last season last night. And how I can tie this into the All Souls universe. The premise is weird. Okay. But think about angels coming back to Earth. Mm -hmm. And think about talents that they might have. Think about demons. Yes. So Demons with an A. They don't specifically say demons, but it's all I could think about Mm -hmm. when I was watching this. It's something to keep in mind. Uh, I made the tie-ins because I read the trilogy and of course demons are on my mind constantly. I'm like, oh, that would be a demon. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, the OA. There's those two things that you can pick up and watch while you're Mm -hmm. bored and waiting. Anything else you can think of? I mean, we didn't name it Yawn. (laughs) It is kind of of Yawn. Start following Tom Hughes on his Instagram page. It may not be not be shadow of night outtake but you may enjoy Funny. it okay <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> i'll just say he's pretty okay i agree he's the one who plays kit yes yeah and they're being far more generous with set shots from the laureate okay so there's that angela you're out about social media anything you noticed not really it's quiet everyone's just yes. kind of trying to make their own magic comment here and there and you know, when scraps come out, kind of just comment on it. So it's pretty much yawn out there, too. Yeah. There, I mean, well, <laughs> I, I, it's not fair to say yawn. It just uh, there seems like a, a lot of people right now who are picking up the books for the first time. I see a lot of that on the Bookstagram feed, mm. which is good. Is new, good. new listeners and new readers are always good. Welcome. <laughs> to the madness. Yes. Uh, All right. Our hot AD is at the Rugby Cup Six Nations today. Just thought you'd want to know. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> our hot producer. Oh, okay. I'm scrolling through Instagram as we're doing this. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I don't know. Who's... An Italian guy drinking Guinness. That's kind of odd. We'll read no, that not. later. <laughs> No, it's not. Italians don't have a lot of beer. Seriously. I suppose you got a point there. Yeah. Well, I think, that's it, guys. I, I think we've really <laughs> illustrated the whole idea yawn of yawn. theory. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay, guys. Stick around. And when we come back, we'll do last thoughts and things we can't let go of. Oh. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you like to listen to your podcasts. You can contact us, send us your thoughts, email us at demonsdiscuss at gmail.com, leave us a voicemail at 360-519-7836, by the way, your carrier rates apply here, or leave one for free on SpeakPipe, speakpipe.com slant demonsdiscuss. Now, if you can't remember any of that, go to go.demonsdiscuss.com slant contact and all that information will be there you can also become a discusser there fill out the form and bam you're a discusser and the link to join our facebook group is there too visit our main site demonsdomain.com and if you really feel like deep diving go to visit.demonsdomain.com slant master post and you can read interviews geek out with weekly geeks about all souls universe read about the characters keep that geek flag flying guys do you like what we do help us fund what we do go to patreon.com slant demons discuss Make sure you follow us on social media. We are on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all at Demons Discuss. 
If you're liking what you're hearing and you want to tell the world about it, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We love them. We read them. It's wonderful. Also, it keeps Angela alive and we need her around, okay? Keep Angela alive. My last thought is March can't get here soon enough. <laughs> okay. Expand. Expand. Oh, it's just February is going to be a, a combination of the doldrums and my grown up, uh, too much adulting. February is going to be typified by both of those. And then we've got some things to look forward to in March. And I hate That's to right. wish, I hate to wish the time away, but I'm looking forward to having some fun. Yes. The three of us, along mm-hmm. with some other friends, will be getting together. So that'll be fun. I mean, uh, normally this is the first time of us getting together really since the con since the con and um normally we don't do it outside of the con normally we just kind of meet at the con and other chance like onesie twosies here and there mm-hmm. when one of us has work or something that they can stop through and yeah and meet each other so two times this year the three of us will be together which is awesome yes oh i'm looking for two two times guaranteed yes guaranteed so, the rest is just the universe ser- sprinkling. It's, it's, yes it's just serendipity angela you have a busy year i do have a busy year <laughs> yes. so maybe that's my last thought is almost once a month i'll be going somewhere in the united states um and now i'm thinking i'm supposed to go to los angeles in may so maybe i will not only see friends but we have a friend yes we have a friend at a local los angeles museum who is a curator of manuscripts and maybe i'll pop in to see him take your microphone (laughs) (laughs) you never know i know right You never know. Oh, I would get in touch geez. with them ahead of time. Definitely. Yeah. Once I have my dates and plan and everything, I I think I'll get in touch with them. That's right. And if you need the attachment for your microphone to the uh, to the phone, I'll send it to you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll do what we need to do. <laughs> Whatever has to be done. That's true. So that's cool. I mean, the year has started and it's... So far, it's been the longest January ever. I know for all sorts of reasons. Yes, <laughs> just leave it like that. Mm-hmm. It has been a long January. <laughs> oh, goodness, yeah. So, on my last thought, and this was going to be done last week before the Grammys, but now it's going to be after the Grammys, and be, people will be like, "Oh, Val's just jumping on the bandwagon, right. whatever." <laughs> oh, please, <laughs> so not a, no bandwagoning here. No bandwagoning. Okay, so. I have been a fan of Miss Little Billie Eilish for, I'd say, two years now. Mm-hmm. And it's because of Devin. Devin shares my uh, Apple Music account. <laughs> Guilty here, too. Same thing's yeah. happening. Yeah, right? And uh, all of a sudden, some songs will get downloaded, and I'm, like, listening, and I'm uh-huh. like, this is pretty good. This is, <laughs> wow, she can sing. And then I talked to Devin, and she's like, well, um, yeah, she's only, at the time, I think she was 16, yeah. but she started recording when she was 14. Yeah. And I'm talking about Billie Eilish. And just to make this short, and this definitely has an all souls fandom connotation too. Mm -hmm. So bear with me, okay, with this. I was cleaning two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and her latest album, uh, Where Do We All Go When We Fall Asleep? I had not listened to that thoroughly. I hadn't gone through the whole thing. I mean, I have certain songs out of that album that I really like. Uh, You know, of course, Mm -hmm. Bad Guy, and I like uh, My Strange Addiction and all those other things, but it's the little song that I was just like, eh, skip over it, yeah. eh, skip over it. But finally, you know, when I clean, I listen thoroughly. I just let it play. And mm-hmm. I hear
hear this one little song and I hear these noises in the background because her brother is the producer and he's a genius producer in my opinion mm-hmm. but he he's not much older these, than she is he's 22 yeah. yeah he's I think he's the youngest Grammy winner for production mm-hmm. so I hear these little noises and they sounded so familiar. And I was like, wait a minute, what? I'm brushing it off. I'm like, oh, well, whatever. He's sampling some something I'm familiar with. So whatever. And then I hear her sing through this little, it's a Mm -hmm. cute song. It starts as a cute little song, but then her voice gets really haunty like it does. Mm -hmm. And it's hitting me all the right spots. I'm like, okay, okay. What the fuck is this song's name? And the song is called Ilo Milo. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait a minute, like the game? And this is a game I used to play when I was waiting on Devin's karate classes or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it was on some device or another that I had. I always had some kind of device. And I used to play this little game. And the object of this little game was these two little creatures. You had to get them together, but there were all kinds of obstacles. And I'm like, okay, so I play it and then you'd level up and each level would get harder as games do. So once you got them together, the two little creatures would hug and then you'd go up to the next level. It was just a cute game. And then when I was listening to this and making the connections about, you know, Billie Eilish and her voice and everything. She There's one part of the song that sounds really warbly, like she's underwater. And it's. I was like, okay, wait a minute. How does this connect to the game at all? And the verse is, hurry, I'm worried. And in the second verse, it goes, the world's a little blurry, or maybe mm-hmm. it's my eyes. Okay, so I remembered in this game, one of the levels is really, really hard. One of the creatures is so frustrated that he's mm-hmm. got to start and do this over again that he starts crying. Tears start coming oh. out of his eyes. <laughs> and the whole screen floods, right? Oh. And so now they're swimming in this undersea world. It's mm-hmm. like a water level. And all these little sharks and everything is coming to them. And I I just kept thinking of that little creature just crying. And I was like, oh, my God. And I made this connection. So here it is. Feel free to kick me off the podcast. Mm-hmm. This song reminds me of Diana and Matthew's love. <laughs> <laughs> because of the witch water. And she started crying. And <laughs> everything started flying. I, I'll show myself out. I'm sorry. <laughs> At least you didn't say nerve. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, okay. Oh, my God. My, mine's a little more sedate. Billie Eilish reminds me of the Cardiff Con. because How so? <laughs> because when we were walking back over to the museum from where we were staying one morning, there were these two couple of young girls, maybe two or three of them, and they were all just like bitching about her because saying, oh, this isn't it was very mean girls. I'm like, oh, you. You all are just jealous because you're not 17 years old and a, an award-winning recording artist. Because it was like su- such, it was so mean, girl. But it's just like, yeah. hey, I like that song. What do you do? What do you mean talking about? It? It's like so ridiculous and dumb. Did you see her on Gail King special Grammy special? No, no. no you can watch that. it. It was so good. But you can't help but think that she's this brightest star that mm-hmm. shines so bright that we're, she's only lent to us for yes. a finite amount of time. And yes. she admits, she's like, I almost didn't make it to 17. And she talks about Ugh. being in a hotel room in Germany with the windows wide open. And Gail King's like, what stopped you? And she's like, my mom. And mm. she goes, she goes now I, I, with their help, I've made it past 17 and I'm almost 18. But I can't help but think she is definitely a demon at heart. And yes, we have to cherish the time that you have 
with her on earth because it's she's just like like you said a face of an angel or a voice of an angel truly she's she's just a gift that's lent to us yes yes i mean her and her brother yes oh my gosh Mm -hmm. just so talented and when it was it ocean eyes the first one she came out with Mm -hmm. so guys she made that song her and her brother put that song out for because she's kind of a failed dancer she kept getting injured (laughs) (laughs) i feel her pain I can kind of relate to that, having it gotten kicked in the nose and karate had to, <laughs> yeah. my karate had to end right then. So she's phenomenal. I mean, just, oh, she put the song out on SoundCloud. So her dance teacher would have something to choreograph mm-hmm. to, just something little. Yeah. And it turned out to be her first hit single, Ocean Eyes, because not some music producer, not some record company. It was the fans that elevated her. Yeah. But and, and then there's an interview of Phineas on YouTube, and he talks about how he produces in the bedroom. And, and he's like, I don't have a ton of fancy equipment, but it totally reminds me of you, Val, as producing yes. a podcast. I mean, it's we all record in some weird place, but you just yeah. use a plug in or you use this or you have this sound effect or you just make yeah. do with what you have. You don't need this multi-million dollar studio. Matter of fact, he uses the same program I do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I use various different programs, but when he final, his, he was going through his final mix master and he was showing the different layers of her voice that he would use to make really deep haunting sounds yes. and mm-hmm. just so heavily produced. He didn't need a studio. He just needed his bedroom, a microphone, Billy, because yeah. <laughs> she can sing. Yeah. And they just made magic. I mean, magic is not going to stop because you don't need a fancy studio to have but that. do they so. have Jerry? <laughs> no, they don't have Jerry. They don't have Jerry. No but he, but... Jerry. he did say, he goes, she just sat here and sang the song. She goes, I think with her legs crossed, you're like, you know, kind of like lounging. That's just yeah, how just... talented she is. <laughs> just chilling. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. But I mean, they do, he does, uh, was it bad guy? When she says, duh. And she's like, I had to say, duh, like, 87 times. <laughs> and that just reminds me of our intro. Do yeah. it again. Yeah. Do it again. Do it again. Yeah, he's probably got a whole file of her does, just like you saved all of my laughs. Yeah. All of your laughs, yes. Back in the early days when we used to lose you. Yeah. <laughs> I had to make it seem like you were present. I was like, I'll just put Deb, or I'll just put uh, Gene's laugh, laugh, laugh track in there. <laughs> so, so, yeah, that was it. I'll show myself out with that one. <laughs> <laughs> you almost made it. You could have just, yeah. you could have just bridged to the witch water comparison, but yeah. you went there. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's yeah, our uh, model for 2020. We're just going to go there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, and by the way, guys, uh, I'll put links to Billie Eilish, uh, like a couple of her YouTube videos and very strange videos, yeah. but I think they're beautiful. I, I do. She, if she could be a Tim Burton character, <laughs> she would be. <laughs> I can definitely see it. But yeah, she just everything touches my buttons with yeah, her. So yeah, yeah. I remember definitely talented. I showed Harlow, it's like the first chord of Ocean Eyes. I'm like, do you like this? She's like, oh, Ocean Eyes? Yeah. You don't, you don't, you don't know that? <laughs> you know, like. Right. I like it though. I like it. Not people say, Oh, my kids keep me young. I like it. I'll, I can't wait to become the student and not the teacher. Yes. Yes. Oh, 
good. <laughs> so congratulations, Billie Eilish. And I will put the relevant links for those of you who are not familiar with her work. She just swept five Grammys. People are like, where'd she come from? She's new. No, she's been working yeah. at this for years. Yeah. So she's she's been hustling along with her brother. So there's that. Um, anything else, guys? <laughs> not that I thoroughly embarrassed myself with the lowers. <laughs> I can't top that. I, I did not see that coming, and I will tell you. I'm not going to even try. <laughs> but seriously, The Witch Water. Oh, my God. That listen I to that see, song. Yeah. 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 Okay. So on that note, let's say goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. <laughs> and we'll talk to you next time. I felt like a good episode. Thank mm-hmm. you.